My name is Cameron Frazier, and I'm the founder and principal of Becoming Collegiate Academy, the HBCU Elementary School of Jacksonville, Florida. Our school is all about preparing our students for college and life, um, and we're doing so starting as early as kindergarten. Um, our school is focused after historically black colleges and universities and teaching our students about that history, teaching them about their culture and providing an institution that's similar to an HBCU where they have their identity affirmed every single day, with their love every single day, with their care for it every single day. Um, and we can't do this alone. It takes a village to raise a child. And we thank you so much for being a part of our village. And there are many ways in which that you can be a part of our village in Jacksonville, Florida. The first way is you can visit our website at www.becomingschools.org. I'm going to say that one more time. That's www.becomingschools.org. Um, and you also uh, can uh, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Becoming Collegiate Academy. Um, again, that's Becoming Collegiate Academy and be a part of our community and our networks there. Uh, we also um, ask that if you have the opportunity to give or support our school in any way, uh, we please welcome you to do so. Um, you can visit our website at www.becomingschools.org. Click the support tab and there you'll find opportunities to support. Um, you can also send us a cash app at BCA School. That is BCA School. I'm going to say that one more time. BCA School. Um, and we'll, uh, we, we are, uh, are taking um, donations, um, and those donations will go to support our program. Uh, we are a school that's starting, you know, starting the school, you always need additional supports. Um, so those um, gifts would allow us to be able to impact our community in a very special way. Again, our school is the HBCU Elementary School of Jacksonville, Florida, and it's all about preparing our Becoming Bears to attend HBCUs in the future. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Um, and again, it takes a village to, to raise a child. Thank you for being a part of our village at Becoming Collegiate Academy. And you are now listening to Rebuke Podcast. What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Marcus, and you're now listening to Rebuke. This is Rebuke's 42nd episode, and we have something special for you all. Um, you can also support the podcast by sharing the links on your show, to the show on your social media and your support. And so you can support my show by being a monthly subscriber, or you could donate to my cash app at dollar sign R-E-B-U-K-E-E-0-6. That is dollar sign R-E-B-U-K-E-E-0-6. You can also watch some of my interviews on YouTube by typing the word rebuke. That is R-E-B-U-K-E-E -E, without the dots. So um, once uh, I supposed to did an interview with another African-American male in, I believe, Augusta, Georgia. He has a school and he was going. Um, he was he was famous for going, having a confrontation with Ro Roland Martin. 
And, uh, but that didn't come to fruition. Uh, don't want to go into it, but didn't come to fruition. But I, I did my research, people. I, I, I saw an article on Afrotech about a young man starting his own school in Florida. And I've always been an advocate for African-Americans to have their own school because there's things that African-Americans go through that we sh- that we don't that normal kids are not African-Americans don't go through. And we shouldn't have to be subjected to their rules and their regulations like hair and uh, 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 style of teaching and whatever. So I ran across this young man and said he's starting his own school. And I did my research and I reached out to him. And um, luckily, this guy, um, luckily, this guy uh, answered my call and we have him on the show. And today's title of the show is Teaching Our Own Interview with Becoming Collegiate Academy. Uh, Mr. Fraser, Cameron Fraser, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Pleasure to be here, brother. Thank you, Marcus, for the opportunity. And hello to the Rebuke community. All right. All right, man. But man, tell everybody, man, what, you, what were you doing prior to running a school and what made you want to start a school? Yeah. Uh, so I've been in education for about 10 years now. Um, I started off my career teaching at Matthew Gilbert Middle School in the neighborhood where I grew up here in Jacksonville, Florida. I taught sixth through eighth grade English there. Um, I transitioned over to Nashville and in Nashville, I worked for a few high performing charter networks for four years um, in various roles. Um, and my most recent role was a founding assistant principal at a high performing charter network in Nashville. So I um, had experience helping the network open up a school um, and was blessed with the opportunity to return home um, and return back to Jacksonville with everything that I had learned in Nashville to found Becoming Collegiate Academy. Um, and uh, the reasons why I decided to found Becoming was for a couple of different reasons. One, um, doing my research, like you, Marcus, doing my research, I noticed that um, two thirds black children uh, were reading on grade level compared to um, were not reading on grade level compared to two thirds of their white peers. Um, and in addition to that, um, the research showed me that half of the students who entered the public education system in kindergarten in Jacksonville um, were not um, on, uh, were not ready for kindergarten. Um, so I knew that I wanted to start an elementary school to be able to impact those numbers to better close the achievement gap that exists in the city um, that I call my home. Great. Now, now, Cameron, tell us what type of school is becoming Collegiate Academy? I mean, I, is it a charter school? Is it a public school? Uh, what kind of school is it for African-Americans? Yeah, so Becoming Collegiate Academy is the HBCU elementary school. Uh, We are being founded here in Jacksonville, Florida, and we are a charter school. Um, I wrote a charter application, um, an over 500-page document. I submitted it to our local school board and petitioned them um, to open up a charter, and our charter application was approved. So Becoming Collegiate Academy is the newest charter elementary school opening up in Jacksonville, Florida. Wow, wow. So, man, so... Tell us what type of qualifications that a child must have in order to enter enter your institution. Man, does he do they have to have a certain dollar amount, or are you look targeting um, low income families, or what 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 qualifications are you looking for, or the, the student needs? 
Yeah. Uh, so Becoming Collegiate Academy is a tuition-free school. It's open enrollment, so it's open to all students in, um, located in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and we are not uh, charging any tuition. It is a public school. So a charter school is a public school. We are a public school, um, and it is open to all students in Jacksonville. So anybody can be a part of our mission um, and be a part of our um, vision and our village. Great. Man, what I know... You say you wrote this big 500 uh, 500 page document. I know that took time, effort, sweat, blood, tears, um, sleepless, that yeah, 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 sleepless <laughs> nights and all that. Man, can you t- ex- can you tell the viewers what what unexpected barriers or challenges you have you encountered during this process of this non reliance on the government for educational and other needs, or did you get government assistance? Yeah, uh, government assistance. No, we did not get government assistance, um, but we did. Um, I learned a lot through this process. Opening up a charter school has really taught me a lot um, and a few, the process within itself. Um, so we had to go out and secure startup funding, um, and I was able to secure that. That was a huge major barrier in our way um, because without the funding, you can't operate a school. Um, Writing the charter application was a huge barrier. Getting it approved through the school board. Um, th- those things are all, all barriers that stood in our way. Um, and I would say that we have been able to cross every barrier um, to, to uh, fight for this school. And it has been a fight. Um, you know, in, in, in some local areas, um, the local school boards may not be pro-charter. Um, and, and that makes for uh, um, a, a more tense environment. Um, and we have had to fight, um, you know, to make sure that becoming Collegiate Academy is an option for all families in Jacksonville. Man, um, this this question is not on. Uh, I didn't was not on the list, but it's off the script. But I, I think you should answer, be able to answer it. Why kindergarten, man? That's a good question. Um, I knew that. <laughs> Half of the kids entering, based on the data, I knew that half of the kids entering Duval County every year was not prepared. Um, I had taught sixth grade. Um, I had uh, been a dean in the high school. I've been at every level. Um, and I know based on my own experiences that you have to, we have to train our kids early. We have to catch them early. Uh, we have to start preparing their minds for college as early as kindergarten. And a lot of the gaps that I was seeing in middle school, a lot of the gaps that I was seeing in high school were, were gaps that kids had started um, started um, uh, getting from elementary school, right? Mm. So, we, you know, like I knew that I, in order for me to really impact my community in a positive way, um, I had to create a, a, an elementary school. Um, and then the other reason was that, you know, I knew the power, you know, um, like there's power in in, in kids seeing um, role models and, and people who look like them. And a lot of black men, we run from elementary school. We run to middle school, we run to high school. Uh, but I knew that um, it was going to be a powerful testament for our community, for kids to be able to see a black man as a principal. And to be able to say, my principal is a black man who opened up this school. Look at the power of what black men can do, no matter what the media is saying, no matter what others are saying. Um, I have a true example of what this means standing in front of me every single day. And, you know, our kids need that in middle school. They need that in high school. But, God, they need it in elementary even more, especially in kindergarten. So, you know, my goal 
Um, and one of my mantras is that college begin prep, college preparation begins in kindergarten. Um, and we are making sure that we are preparing our kids for college, getting their minds ready for college as early as kindergarten. So therefore, when they get to 12th grade, when they get to high school, when they get to middle school, they have the necessary skills and foundation to be successful. Man, great. Wonderful answer, brother. Wonderful answer, man. Now, and the school is up, up and up and coming. Is it already uh, is established? Uh, so we are. Uh, we open our doors August tenth. August tenth. All right. Yeah. All right, Ben. That's great. So the next question is: What programs that these this academy currently have? Well, it came. They start, you started in August, but what programs that you have implemented in place for, for when it opens in August twentieth? Uh, and what programs would you like to add to your curriculum in the future? Yeah. Um, so we have uh, created, um, we have selected high quality curriculums to uh, teach our kids. Um, and I'm really excited about those uh, curriculums and opportunities that we have for kids to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our goal is, again, all about making sure that we create a school that's high quality um, and that is preparing our kids for college. Um, so we have excellent curriculums that we have already chosen. Um, we have uh, social emotional curriculums in place um, and, you know, we're working with others to make sure that we have uh, the necessary identity shaping curriculums to be in place for our kids so they can see themselves. Um, and then uh, the programs that we want to have uh, will continue to grow with the school. Um, my goal um, by the time the kids get to third grade is to have a dedicated black history course um, that, that uh, will teach, you know, black history. Um, through the lens of HBCUs and also like teach a local history. I would like for our kids to know locally that there are heroes in Jacksonville who have fought before you um, to make sure that you have a seat at the table and it's on you to fight for others to make sure that they have a seat at the table. Um, I'm also um, thinking about electives and what I want that to look like in the future. Um, I have an example, but I'm always like, my mind is always, becoming is always evolving. And that's the beautiful thing about it. Like the school is always evolving. Um, and it will always continue to evolve and it should school should evolve with times. Um, and I'm really excited about, um, the prospects of what we'll be able to offer in the future. I've been able to connect with some really dope people who are doing some really amazing work, some black authors. I'm really excited about the books that we're going to have in our, our classrooms for our kids and our teachers to be able to teach from. Um, so I'm really excited about everything that we've been able to build so far and every partnership we're going to establish moving forward. Man, you know what? I got a, a, another question that's off script. What if you start your school in August 20th and it's highly successful and a white person wants their kid in your school? What do you do? Taking a row. Welcome <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Taking a row. Um, but the thing is that is, is that, you know, we, I, I will be upfront with parents and let them know that you know uh, your kid can is is welcome to come here. They will feel the same amount of love that any other kid feels. They will feel like they belong, just like any other kid would feel like they belong, and they will be challenged, just like every other kid would be challenged. But they're also going to learn Black history. They're going to learn about HBCUs. Uh, they're going to learn. They're going to have Black teachers, um, and they're going to be surrounded by. Uh, and we're going to celebrate Black culture. All right, I'm just, just checking the temperature. <laughs> I was just checking the temperature. Next question is: I did some research on your on your website, and I see that you're hiring personnel for your institution. What qualifications are you looking for uh, for your staff members to have 
to work at, at your at your, your your academy? Yeah. Um, so we want individuals who um, uh, for for me, the qualifications begin with mindset. Right. Uh, so we want individuals who have a growth mindset because we are a school that's uh, built on um, making sure that we provide a high quality um, education for all kids. Um, so you will grow and learn in this environment as a teacher, as a staff member. Um, so we want individuals who have a growth mindset, who's open to taking feedback because feedback will be given um, and feedback will be uh, and, and, and feedback will be implemented. Um, that is an expectation of ours. Um, second is we want individuals who are mission aligned. Um, we are focused on HBCUs unapologetically. Um, and we want individuals and we're focused on preparing our kids for college and life unapologetically. Uh, so we want individuals who are mission focused, who understand the mission, understand the vision. Um, we want individuals who, um, you know, have a track record of success. We want individuals who are um, willing to do the hard work because this is hard work. Um, teaching is hard work. Founding a school is hard work. Um, and it, it is not for everybody. Um, and we want individuals who have the right mindsets um, that are ready to um, imp impact black kids. And, and the last piece is, you know, the mindset is the belief that all kids can learn um, and that all kids can and want to learn. Um, I've been in environments before where people have, you know, said that a kid can't do this and a kid can't do that. And if you have that deficit mindset about them, um, they won't do it. Uh, so we want individuals who stand in front of our kids every day, who um, know and believe that our kids can achieve anything that they put their mind to. And we're going to push them to do it every single day with love. Great, great. Here's my question. This is, here's my million dollar question, man. Um, like I said, I'm a big advocate of, of trying to have our own schools, man. And LeBron James, he started his school. Uh, the brother in Augusta started his school and you starting yours and going, your doors are opening in August. Why do you believe that blacks do not create their own schools or they they're creating their own school, but why they're more not, they're not creating at a, at a rapid rate or like the, like we need to be, you get what I'm saying? Um, I, I think we, if we start relying, we need to stop relying on the government and create our own. So why you do you believe that blacks don't create their own schools? Hard work. <laughs> uh, it is hard work. Um, and it's not for everybody. Um, and I believe that, you know, I, I do believe that we need more black educators opening up schools. Um, but, you know, th this work is not for the, the faint of heart. This, this work is, is not for, for everybody. Um, it is hard work. It is work that I believe that you're called to do. It is work that I believe that, you know, you're given a vision for. I was given a vision for it. Um, and, um, you know, finding funding, um, having those opportunities, know that they're out there and that they exist. All, all of those things are, are all um, those barriers that we talked about earlier, are all things that I think that stop black people from from pursuing opening up schools. Um, and um, I just encourage any and everybody who you know, have the vision to do something innovative, creative um, for our kids um, to, to take that leap of faith and to do it. Um, but just know that it is hard um, and to make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons. Um, so many people get in this work for, you know, other reasons other than the kids. And, you know, one thing in education, you know, and a lot of educators probably said this a lot is that, you know, I do it for the kids, I do it for the kids, I do it for the kids. Um, but not everybody have that mindset. Um, so, you know, for me, I, I know I not only do it for the kids, I do it for the community as well. 
Um, so uh, in the future. Um, so I, I just encourage anybody who has a vision um, to really flesh it out um, and to, to make it happen. What are your long-term goals for the Academy? You told me you, your curriculum, you told me the curriculum you're trying to bring in the future, which I do believe going back to your curriculum, I think I, I'm not telling you how to run your school brother, but uh, mental health is probably one, one of the aspects you might want to focus on. Cause you know, a lot of these kids, they, they growing up in the hood, they might have PTSD. You get what I'm saying? So, that's if if I was to if you ask me for my opinion, mental health programs at your school. But what are your long term goals for becoming academy, becoming yeah, so collegiate first, academy? Excuse me. Yeah. So first, we 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 do have mental health supports as well, and we've been okay. connecting with individuals in our um, in our community. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't um, uh, highlight that, but we have I have been connecting with individuals in our community uh, to make sure that we provide services for our kids. I know where. So the area that we're going in, um, I was educated in that area. I graduated from high school in that area. I taught in that area. Uh, so I'm very well aware of the community that we're going into, uh, that we're partnering with the impact. Um, so we are making sure that we have the proper supports in place, not only just mental health and making sure that we provide wraparound services. Um, so I've been connecting with um, the food bank, local food banks, local churches to make sure that our kids have exactly what they need to be successful. Um and the question, and, and sorry, the question that you asked was about long-term goals for the academy. Long-term goals. So, you know, primarily my long-term goal right now is to make sure that we open up a really strong school for black kids. One that's high of quality, um, one that's getting results, um, and one that uh, provides a culture where kids have a space to belong and they feel like they can be themselves. Um, we want a, a, a top school for our parents to be proud of. Uh, we want a top school for our community to be proud of. Um, and to truly set a foundation of what high quality means in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, so that's the first thing. I want a high quality school um, and uh, we're going to create a high quality school. Um, after that, we will, um, you know, talk about uh, in our in my board and, and, and staff. We're currently thinking about this and we're keeping it at the forefront of our minds. Parents are already telling me I need a middle school, Mr. Frazier. I need a high school, Mr. Frazier. Um, so those are all possibilities for us in the future, in addition to um, making sure that, you know, we possibly grow our um, our um, our um, institution. But for me, um, it's not about the money. For me, it's about making sure that we get the program right. Right. Because for me, again, I, you know, I don't care about the money part of it. I care about making sure that I make a difference in my community. And there's a true achievement gap that exists in Jacksonville. Two thirds black kids cannot read compared to two-thirds white kids that can read. That is a problem. Um, and that is a true problem that our community should be talking about. Um, that is a problem that should be highlighted. Um, and that is a problem that needs to be fixed. And for me, I, I am focused in on fixing that problem. Great. This is my last question, brother. And then you can go get you a Scooby snack. Uh, <laughs> what steps or advice would you like to give the black community if, if they or someone want to start their own school, man, what advice you got to them? Because you, you, yours about to open up in August and I'm kind of, you know, you know, that is like one of my dream of mine is having my own school, man. And, uh, 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 boys and girls learning black history and, and, and graduating and, and going to various colleges and doing, making great impacts in the community and in the world. So that's, that's a dream of mine. So, uh, you, 
created this dream. So give us the, the juice. Give us what steps do we need to take to become a Cameron Fraser? Um, I, I mean, what, what I'll probably tell you is not um, probably not going to satisfy many people, um, but it's, it's true. And it and is what I did, the process that I took. Um, but one is like a big piece of it is like reflecting, right? Um, reflecting on your own experiences, reflecting on your own educational experiences, um, understanding the community that you want to go um, into an impact. Um, I did a lot of research in terms of understanding North Jacksonville, understanding the statistics, understanding the, the prior history. Um, talk to the community. Um, you know, I did a lot of community. I, I did when, when I first started school, you know, before I even started, um, I made sure that I reached out to the community, reached out to parents and asked, you know, you know, what is the issue that you see in, in education? You know, what what school would you like for your kids? Ask kids, what school would you like to go to? Um, I, I looked at re- I did research um, regarding schools all across the country. And really um, that paired with reflection really helped flush out my vision. Um, and the clearer you are in your vision and what it is that you want to do. Um, the more likely you are to be successful because you can sell that vision. You can go out and secure funding because people can understand what it is exactly that you're trying to do. Um, you can write a charter application and it can be um, in sync and it can be clear and, and, and concise um, because you understand what it is that you're trying to do. Um, so the first thing, you know, is is taking a step back, sitting down, you know, grabbing a journal, doing a lot of reflecting, on why you want to open up a school, because that's what you're going to lean back on when times get hard. You know, like, I, you know, for me, I, I have to continuously lean back on that. Why when times get hard and ask, you know, like, you know, like, Hey, cause some days it is, why am I doing this? You know? Um, but it's continuing to know um, that this is, it's bigger than me. And this is regard. It, it is the impact, the bigger picture. Um, so that is my advice. That is my million dollar advice. Um, and if anyone is looking to open up a charter school or, or, or need help and, and, and want support, you know, I am uh, willing and offering to build support to anybody and and, and letting um, and, and sharing my experiences. Um, so, you know, you can follow me on, on Instagram or, or Facebook, Cameron Frazier, um, and uh, inbox me, let me know. And I'm, I'm willing to help in any way um, that I possibly can. And I will be in the future offering services to our community to to those who who would like to open up a charter school um because i've learned so much throughout the process um it is a process it is a process and you're fighting against a system um and um we have to come correct we have to come correct um and i am um, willing to help anybody who's serious about impacting the lives of black and brown children man great 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 man once again um Thank you, Cameron Fraser, for coming on the show. Uh, thank you, uh, Becoming Collegiate Academy, uh, for, you know, sparing time to talk to us, man. And I'm going to say something, man, uh, before I end the show. Uh, uh, I appreciate the brother uh, Cameron, what's his doing, what he's doing. And many brothers and sisters there across this nation is trying to start schools as a black community, we need to get behind these brothers and sisters and make sure we can support them in any way we can financially, emotionally, uh, psychologically, uh, any way we can to help these brothers, uh, and sisters, uh, implement these institutions and academies so they can teach our schools. 
our current school situation and when I was in school didn't teach the history that I know now. Um, I I didn't have no problems with my hair, but I got I got locks. I mean, you know, can't see it because I got it in the ponytail, but I got locks and and a lot of kids are being bullied and, and getting picked on or, you know, teachers not allowing them to graduate because of their hair and just we wouldn't have that problem if we had our own school. And we if we had our own teachers and we actually paid them a reasonable price, these teachers will be able to be be able to be, be relatable to our students. A lot of these white teachers, I mean, and a lot of them and, and many other cultures can't relate to black experiences. It's kind of hard to teach somebody that, you, you know, you're not you, you're not relatable. And these cookie cutter schools that are made to fit like factories don't fit into the African-American culture or, or genre, period. So that's why I'm, I'm a big advocate for our own schools. We need to learn where our ancestors came from. We need to learn our our, our, our heroes. We need to learn um, uh, about mental health and uh, count, have counseling, especially uh, especially towards us or specialized towards us. We need our own schools, man. And we need to appreciate Cameron Frazier and all the brothers and sisters that are doing these things, man. So as if, if y'all know a brother or sister that's trying to start their own school in your local community, Get behind them and help them. Don't don't complain. Don't criticize. Help them. That's all I have for uh, uh, from Rebuke Podcast. Once again, I thank you, Cameron Frazier and B- Being Collegiate Academy for coming on the show. And you always know my slogan before I leave is that knowledge is power. Economic freedom is salvation. But if you put the two together, we can build a great nation. This is Marcus with Rebuke Podcast. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.